says in the letter to the Hebrews today that faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Perhaps a familiar phrase uh, from the scriptures, one of the most famous, especially about uh, the virtue of faith and what it means to have faith. The realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean exactly? One way you might put it is that faith is living now the way that it will be in heaven. To have faith means to live now in this world as if you're already in heaven, living the way it will be in the kingdom. That's what it means, the realization of things hoped for. When you see a Christian fully alive, fully on fire with their faith, it's that they're living already as if the next world has come, that the things of this world which are passing away are no longer taking first place in their heart, but rather, as Jesus says, they're storing up their treasure in heaven. They're filling up their money bags where no moth can destroy or no thief steal. To have faith is to live now the way it will be in the kingdom of heaven. I read a a month or two ago this story, uh, which has kind of stuck with me, and I think it's a good illustration of what this looks like. It's about a woman who um, is in her late 40s, was written by this woman, and she has Parkinson's disease. And she has since she was 38. It's like this rare form that has early onset Parkinson's. And um, she periodically has to go to the hospital to get tests done, like a series of tests. So at a week, about a week at a time, she has to stay in the hospital. And this one time that she went, she had a, a bedmate, a, a roommate in the hospital room. And um, she was in her late 70s, and she had had Parkinson's for some time, and her uh, body was just degrading a lot because of this disorder. And the tremors and the shaking and the involuntary spasms were so bad that she couldn't even swallow, and so they couldn't feed this patient. And so because of all the stress and the anxiety and this, uh, not being able to control her, her body's movements, she would just shriek loudly, uh, especially when she was really scared or really anxious. It was the only way to be heard or to call for the doctors. And so for two days, this woman got no sleep. Her roommate was just shrieking, and she'd try to be patient and call out her name and and comfort her to let her know that someone was here or someone was coming. But after two days, she just couldn't stand it anymore, and so she went to the the charge nurse and said, is there any way that I can be moved? I can't get any sleep. Um, She was just at her wit's end. And he said, well, it's not really possible at the moment, but we'll do our best, and uh, we appreciate your patience. So she went back to the room, and she just started weeping because she's just at the end of her rope. And in the middle of her weeping, she thought of a phrase um, that she'd heard from Father Luigi Giassani. This phrase came to her mind, live your circumstances in the way the mystery comes to meet you. Mystery with a capital M, meaning God. Live your circumstances in the way the mystery, that is God, comes to meet you. And she said that remembering the words of Father Giussani changed the position of my heart and my mind. What gave me the strength to continue with her was this awareness that the mystery became a presence for me within that situation. And then I said, either I suffer through the circumstance or I live it, embrace it. And so what she did from then on, while she was waiting for her own room, was that she decided to attend to this woman as if she were Christ himself. She realized, this is how God is coming to meet me, in this woman who is suffering. And so every time the doctors would come in, 
she would pay close attention to how much of the dose of the medicine she would give, or they would give her, and what her reaction to it was. And uh, pretty soon she was giving the doctors advice, like that worked, that didn't work. You know, she doesn't just need medicine; she needs companionship. Even when people come to visit me, she said, not even her. The presence of more people around her tended to calm her down, and she was just all of a sudden. Although she was in need of so much attention herself, she decided to attend to the other. And pretty soon the doctors were joking about, oh, we can't discharge her. She's part of her care team now. And like, like she had just become this um, part of all the people trying to heal and, and to care for this patient. And she said, actually, I do need some attention myself. Like it's been four or five days and I haven't really slept at all. And they said, sure, sure, sure. Of course, we'll, we'll be with you in a moment. Well, finally, the last day she was in the hospital, the charge nurse came to her and, she, and he said, um, we do have a single bedroom for you to stay in in this last night. Uh, thank you so much for your patience. She said, no, I'm, I apologize. I should have been more patient. I, um, and I'm, I'm sorry that I was crying and, and made a big fuss about it. He said, no, believe me, you are the only one who's been able to last with her. He said, you didn't push the button every five minutes asking someone to come in and, and uh, do something about the situation. You were the only one who actually was able to stand it. And he said, please never change. <laughs> Always stay the same. And she said at the end of the story, I wanted to tell this story because in my own experience, one fact was clear. Not that I'm good, that I was able to live this circumstance differently from other people who wound up in that room before me, but that because of the presence of another, capital A again, because of the presence of another, suffering can be born and become livable. It is the recognition that the mystery lives within the circumstance, circumstances that changes them, that changes you. You live the circumstance better and you make life better for those who are called to live it with you. Faith is living now the way it will be in the kingdom of heaven, even though we're not in heaven yet. This world is full of suffering. Life is full of suffering. But those with faith can see the glory, can see the mystery who comes to meet us in our circumstances, even and sometimes because the, the circumstances are difficult, because we're encountering something we can't do on our own, we can't persevere with our own resources, we must reach out to another, capital A, to God himself, to the spirit who dwells within us, to live the way it will be in heaven. Another way of putting this is that faith is being a citizen of heaven, even though you still live here on earth. We are resident aliens, as it were. Actually, the word parishioner, the English, it comes from like an old French or Latin, I think, meaning resident alien, a parish, people who live in a parish. That's meant to be, this is our home, but we are on a journey. We're sojourners like the, the Israelites in Egypt. We're not home yet. We're on our way. And we are living already with a taste of that promised land, the land of milk and honey. What is heaven? What is the promised land we're going towards? Is it just some new place? Because this place was broken. God is just going to say, all right, I'm going to let that one die and give you a new place. Um, you, you know, get rid of your old car and give you a new car. No, heaven is not some new thing, some different thing. It's a restoration of this thing, of this life. The book of Revelation is all, all about the restoration of everything in Christ. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the origin and the, and the goal, the first and the last that he has come in Christ, God is reconciling the world to himself. 
restoring all things. And what is most need of restoration? Why did this place get broken in the first place? Why is the world full of suffering? It's because we don't trust. The first sin of Adam and Eve was to not trust in God's providence. To believe the lie that Satan said, you better make a, you know, provision for yourself, that God, he's keeping things from you. That tree, that will make you happy, even though he's, he's put it off limits. He's just afraid that you're going to be independent, that you'll be able to provide for yourself. You'll be like God if you eat that fruit. It's all a symbol of the fact that in here we believe that God somehow isn't trustworthy, that God won't provide for us, that if we totally depend on him as children depend on their parents, if we totally give ourselves as Jesus gave himself to the Father, that we're going to be missing something. This is why Jesus is so keen on people having faith in him. Not because he just says, I want you to take a blind leap and just believe everything I say. No, but because to enjoy the fruits of heaven, to really live this mystery as it meets us in these circumstances of life, we have to depend. We have to recognize that I can't do this on my own and to meet the mystery how it meets us. So Jesus says, do not be afraid, little flock. Your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Stop providing for yourself for this life, he says. Start to live now. Trust in me. Follow me to live the way it will be in the kingdom of heaven. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, says in Hebrews. The world is being restored in Christ. That we are waiting for that day when it will come, when the kingdom of heaven will finally be here. That the new heavens and new earth will come from the midst of the old heavens and the old earth, and Christ will come in glory on the last day. But even here and now, he's meeting us in every circumstance. Beautiful, ugly, difficult, joyful, sorrowful, full of suffering. Every circumstance, the mystery God himself, the Spirit, comes to meet us in Christ. And the way we live that mystery, the way we attend to it, will give witness to others that Christ is alive, that it is possible to live here and now the way it will be in the kingdom of heaven.